Welcome back, everybody, to UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peake, MUFON Field Investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Today we have a pretty good episode for you. We're going to take a deep dive into Avi Loeb and his new project, Galileo. We're going to go through all the different phases that are included in the project, as well as the people that are involved. Um, there's quite a lot of them. So strap on that spaceship seatbelt, because we're going for a ride. So, welcome to the show. We've reached episode 12. Um, it has been a very wonderful journey to get this far. Um, I've enjoyed doing the show with everybody, and I just wanted to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Um, I do want to give some shout-outs um, to the countries that have tuned in since the beginning. Um, so, so far, of course, the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, Germany, Indonesia, Sweden, Japan, Netherlands, France, New Zealand, Ireland, Croatia, Austria, Finland, Vietnam, Colombia, Denmark, Brazil, Mexico, Norway, India, Iceland, Romania, Belgium, Chile, Peru, Italy, Portugal, the Philippines, Switzerland, Spain, Singapore, Israel, the Dominican Republic, United Arab Emirates, Hungary, North Macedonia, Zimbabwe, Argentina, Greece, Thailand, Slovakia, and Costa Rica. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, when I first came out and started this podcast, um, the name, of course, is UFO Encounters Worldwide, um, and I did not expect for it to actually be worldwide as, as it has turned out to be, um, and I just have to give a big thank you for you guys for that. Um, so we have a great episode for you today. Um, I got some fun facts for you. So the first one I have here, which I've I, I seen this, is pretty cool. Um, one million Earths can fit inside the sun. The sun is large enough that approximately 1.3 million Earths could fit inside, or if the Earth retained her spherical shape, then 960,000 would fit. But can you visualize that number of Earths? That is a large amount, and I had no idea that the sun was that much bigger than Earth. Like, I knew it was, but I mean, that's a lot of planets. To make up the the entire sun um that's incredible um i also seen this one this one was pretty cool as well um the sunset on mars appears blue just as colors are made more dramatic in sunsets on earth sunsets on mars according to nasa would appear bluish to human observers watching from the red planet fine dust makes the blue near the sun's part of the sky much more visilike while normal daylight makes the red planet's familiar rusty dust color the most perceivable to the human eye. So ain't that pretty cool? Um, I, I think that was pretty neat, man. Learn, I'm, I'm trying to get into astronomy and learn about the different planets and, and uh, try to get all the information I can because it definitely helps when I'm investigating cases for MUFON. But, I mean, it's just brilliant to know this stuff on your own. Um, I have so many books that I can't even count anymore. 
on astronomy and, you know, just the moon or Mars and Mercury and Jupiter, all of them. Um, and that's what I like to write about on the website when I do different blogs about UFOs. I find megalithic structures that have to do with space and how these people were so uh, amazingly into, into the stars and, and, and the different planets and how they got that information. It's just, it's mind blowing the stuff. Um, so it's definitely pretty cool. And those are your fun facts for today. Um, I am happy to announce that I will also be hosting every Friday on ERRT radio on the MixLR.com app with co-host Greg O'Brien. Uh, we will be having special guests and be t and talking everything about UFOs and the latest news in the field. Um, you can follow ERRT Radio on Facebook so you don't miss anything. Um, and you can also go download the MixLR app and tune in every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, this week on Friday, we have uh, Cheryl Costa. She'll be our guest this week, um, which is that's a great guest. She's very informative about the UFO facts and the different works that she has done. Um, great guest. So I hope you guys tune in for that. Um, I also want to give a big thank you to Alien Girl 111, her YouTube show. Uh, that's Amy. Um, she had me as a guest on Sunday night, and we had a great time. Um, you can always... Uh, go over to YouTube, type in Alien Girl 111. Um, she brings out great content every week, and it was just fun to be a guest on her show. And uh, we definitely talked about she'll be having me on again. Um, she'll be inviting me to a couple panels. So that was fun. Go over and check that out on YouTube. Um, this week, I will also be interviewed on Reckless Airways Radio, which you can find on YouTube. So uh, head over there and set the reminder for that show. And uh, most of all, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in every week to listen to UFO Encounters Worldwide. You are very much appreciated. Words cannot even be put. I can't even put it into words, um, the thank you that I want to give to you. Um, words just simply cannot express it enough. Um, and thank you for checking out the official website for the podcast. Um, I try to put uh, new content. I do put new content up every week dealing with the UFO phenomenon. This way you guys have something to check out during the week while you're waiting for another episode. Um, and uh, I just hope you guys enjoy it. Um, get involved, man. Try to uh, wake some people up. Get them in, into the UFO subject. Um, I have been noticing a lot of that getting done through the media and different people's shows. And I do feel that this is the best way to bring attention to the subject through podcasts such as this. Um, what Alien, what Amy is doing over on Alien Girl 111, absolutely amazing. And what we're doing on ERRT Radio every Friday. Um, so make sure you come and check us out, man. Um, I'm just happy that we are able to bring a platform for this subject and get it, get the information out to people. Um, so without further ado, uh, today's episode is all about Project Galileo with Avi Loeb. Um, so I figure let's jump right into that. So the Office of the Director of National Intelligence Report delivered to Congress on June 25th, 2021, mentions many unidentified aerial phenomenon, or UAP as we all know that, um, the nature of which is unknown. Uh, the report states a majority of UAP were registered across multiple sensors to include radar, infrared, electro-optical, weapon seekers, um, and visual observation. So four years earlier, on October 19th, 2017, astronomers 
um, discovered the first interstellar object from outside the solar system. And we all knew this as a muamua. Um, I believe that's Hawaiian for space traveler. Um, not, it's something along those lines. You can look it up. Um, the object did not resemble any comet or asteroid observed before. Um, it was inferred to have a flat shape and moved away from the sun as if it were thin enough to be pushed by sunlight. Um, that comment right there, that's, that's for something to be like that, it's usually some kind of intelligence um, with that. It's a very rare sighting for that to be like the way it is. Moreover, this pancake-shaped object tumbling every eight hours and originated from a rare state of a local standard of rest which averages over the motions of all the stars in the vicinity of the sun. So the existing data on the UAP and Oumuamua are sufficiently anomalous to motivate the collection of additional data on UAP or Oumuamua-like structures or shapes. Um, and to test whether these objects may be astro-archaeological or artifacts or active technological equipment, produced by one or more existing or extinct extraterrestrial technology, some technological civilizations. Um, so that's what people are, are questioning. Is this actually a real thing? Um, or is this just another rock floating through our atmosphere? Um, so that was a big question. And Avi Loeb was one of the first people on that. Um, Avi Loeb, the head astronomy professor at Harvard, um, he is in charge of the Galileo project. Um, now more than ever, I believe that the UFO community needs a scientific study of the phenomenon, um, giving more credibility to the research um, on the scientific level, which has never really been done on a large scale. I know that there has been certain little scientists that, you know, they get together and they do little projects on it, but never on a large scale or where the media actually gets a hold of it. Um, so this is the first time that's actually happening. Um, Avi Loeb. Uh, plans to change, you know, the small scale and make it to a large scale operation um, ever since Oumuamua. Professor Loeb has been um, on the side that the object Oumuamua is of extraterrestrial origin. And now with this new project, we could possibly prove this to be true. So there's a lot of different information as to what this is going to be and who's going to be involved. Um, I think that, you know, I joined MUFON for the reason that, you know, our main statement is, is pretty intense. Um, it says MUFON, and this is why we do what we do, for the scientific, scientific research of the UFO phenomenon to benefit humanity. Um, so, I, so MUFON is definitely backing this whole thing up. Um, we have been dying for something like this to get done. And if you've seen in the recent news, I did talk about this before. Um, the chief head scientist of NASA um, does believe that there is something going on. And his scientists that work underneath the chief um, scientist were actually complaining, uh, making statements that uh, the government needs to release the classified documents so NASA can actually do a proper scientific investigation into this stuff. Um, you know, they actually want to know what's going on now, too. And, you know, because they do get people always say, oh, NASA should be doing this. Well, NASA can't do it because they don't have the right information. So now I believe that Avi Loeb 
um, finally got the backing from Harvard, and they're going to go through with this project, which is absolutely amazing. Um, it's just, it blows my mind. And if you look on Twitter, um, the Galileo Project part, um, it actually says that our network of telescopes will allow us to turn UAP, unexplained UAP, to explain. So they are definitely all guns blazing that they're going to be able to identify these unidentified objects. And it's just nice to have people with open minds that are that believe in ET life and that go with the facts. They're not just going to jump the gun on anything. And I believe Avi Loeb is the perfect person to do this. Um, to give you a short background on Avi Loeb, um, he is um, the, the Baird Jr. Professor of Science from the Harvard, Astro Harvard Astronomy Department Director, Institute for Theory and Compution, Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics founding director, Black Hole Initiative or BHI, and he is the Harvard Faculty of Arts and Sciences. So he has quite the background and influence, um, and this is why I believe this is getting done the way it is. It's great. Um, so before we go ahead and jump into the to the rest of it, I'm going to go ahead and take the break now. This way you have the background of what this is going to be about. And when we get back, we're going to go over the different phases and who's involved in the project. So once we come back, we'll get all into that. So when we come back, we're going to go over the different goals of the Galileo project and the different activities that Galileo will, will be looking into. Um, and all their different phases, as well as the personnel that will be behind that will be behind all of the work that are assisting Professor Avi Loeb with the project. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages with UFO Encounters Worldwide. Thank you. UFO Encounters Worldwide wants to hear from you. Have an experience or a sighting you want to share? Contact your host, Jesse Peak, at UFO Encounters Worldwide at gmail.com today. UFO Encounters Worldwide with your host, Jesse Peak, now available on the following platforms. CastBox, Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, PocketCast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podcast Attic. Come check us out today and become a Worldwider. Hey everyone, it's Jesse Peake, your host from UFO Encounters Worldwide. Have you guys ever had a UFO sighting? Go to MUFON.com where you can report your UFO sighting and a field investigator will get in contact with you and investigate your sighting absolutely free. I'm a field investigator for MUFON in Pennsylvania. I do it all the time. It's a great, great organization to report your sighting and actually get real feedback. Check it out at MUFON.com today.
welcome back to UFO Encounters Worldwide, Episode 12, a deep dive into Avi Loeb and Project Galileo. In the first half of the show, we broke down how Professor Avi Loeb got started in 2017 with the interstellar object Oumuamua. Now Project Galileo has been started, and in the second half, we're going to go over the different phases and who's involved with the project. So hold on to your seats. Here we go. All right, we're back with the second half. This is your host, Jesse Peak, MUFON Field Investigator. And I just want to say that I am absolutely happy that this is occurring right now, this Project Galileo with Professor Avi Loeb. Um, I've been dying for him to come out and actually do a scientific study and uh, get involved with the um, findings of ET and being able to identify UAP and UFOs in the field. Um, and now that this is happening and he's just being backed by Harvard and it's in the media and it's finally a huge project where we can finally get some answers uh, to what's going on. So I'm happy to bring this information out to you guys. So. The goal of the Galileo project is to bring the search for extraterrestrial technological signatures of extraterrestrial technological civilizations or ETCs from accidental or anecdotal observations and legends to the mainstream of transparent, validated, or systematic scientific research. This ground-based project is complementary to tradition to, to, to the traditional SETI, I guess, as you would say. Um, in that, it searches for physical objects and not electromagnetic signals associated with extraterrestrial technological equipment. Um, irrespective to the possibility that Gal Galileo Project may discover additional or even extraordinary evidence for ETCs. And again, ET ETCs are extraterrestrial technological civilizations. So at a minimum, the Galileo project will gather rich data sets that may foster the discovery of, or better scientific explanations for, novel interstellar objects with anomalous properties. And for the potential new natural atmospheric phenomenon, or in some instances, terrestrial technology explanations for many of the inexplicable UAP. So I understand that that's a lot of information to take in, and they're using some really big scientific words there. But the main goal is to go out and find ETCs um, and to be able to identify the unidentifiable um, UAPs. Um, ETCs are their main goal. Um, they want to find life that is outside or in our solar system or even beyond. Um, so, and they're going to be able to validate this. Um, they're working with the, the best telescopes in the world. And like they said, it's like complementary to traditional SETI, but it's not searching for it's searching for physical objects and not the electromagnetic signals. I mean, everybody's been doing signals and stuff like that, but they're actually going to look at the physical objects now, which is a, a big, big step in the scientific study for the UAPs and UFOs. Absolutely amazing. Um, so there are a couple little phases um, to the Galileo project. 
uh, absolutely pretty cool how they broke it down. And um, so the activity of Project Galileo, the first and number one thing is to obtain high resolution multi-detector UAP images and discover their nature. So they're going to have the best of the best telescopes. Like I said, they're going to have the best cameras, cameras that, you know, only scientists use and the military, all the best of the best equipment. Um, and they're going to have multiple different ways and different images of the objects that they're going to look at and find out where they're coming from. They will actually be able to do this now. Um, a picture is worth a thousand words. We all know that. But for example, a megapixel image of the surface of the human scale UAP object at a distance of a mile will allow to distinguish the label. Um, so for example, made in country, whatever, um, or this comes from here, um, from the potential alternative, um, you know, it made from China, you know, that's how everything is made in America. You know, it's not made in America, but it's, that's what, that's what they'll be able to, to get that kind of information, which has never really been done before. Um, and they'll be able to find on nearby exoplanets in our galaxy if that's where they're coming from. Um, this goal will be accomplished by searching for UAP with a network of mid-size, high-resolution telescopes and detector arrays with suitable cameras and computer systems. Um, they will be distrib distributed in select locations and the data will be open to the public. So you will actually be able to go in and see what they're saying they're going to share the information it's not going to be covered up like like nasa and they only they only release what they want to release project galileo is going to be open to the public i mean that right there is big so there ain't going to be no secrets um and the scientific analysis will be transparent um they're going to be as open with everybody as much as they possibly can be um and no one has ever done this before. Um, it's great. And their second goal is to search for an in-depth research on Oumuamua-like interstellar objects. So any kind of meteor that comes through our galaxy or into our galaxy from another galaxy, um, the Oumuamua object, they'll be able to get up close and personal. Um, maybe Oumuamua had messages on it that we didn't even know they had because we didn't have the technology focused on that to be able to find those answers out for us. So this is going to be great. Um, the Galileo Project Research Group also will utilize existing and future astronomical surveys, um, such as the Future Legacy Survey of Space and Time. Um, at the Verici Rubin Observatory, or the VRO, to discover and monitor the properties of interstellar visitors to the solar system. Um, they will conceptualize and design potentially in collaboration with interested space agencies or space ventures, um, a launch ready space mission to image unusual interstellar objects such as a Muamua by intercepting their trajectories on their approach to the sun or by using ground-based survey telescopes to discover interstellar meteors. So <laughs> this is absolutely the best of the best we're going to get here. They're going to be able to see these objects that are coming towards Earth or they're going to be floating by Earth and they're going to be able to go out there 
in an actual spaceship and go and, and visualize and see these objects up close and get the information that we have never been able to get before. Um, it's absolutely amazing. And I'm very excited for this. Um, the third thing, their third phase is search for potential ETC satellites. Um, we talked about ETCs earlier and they are extraterrestrial technological civilizations. So they're going to be looking for ETCs that are sending out satellites um, to possibly be trying to make contact with us. Or if, say, maybe they're trying to spy on us, we will be able to figure this out. Um, discovering potential one meter scale or smaller satellites that may be exploring Earth in polar orbits a few hundred kilometers above the Earth maybe may become feasible with vro and vro is varicity rubin observatory again just so you don't forget um so it will be feasible with the vro in 2023 and later but if radar optical and infrared technologies have been mastered by the etc um, then very sophisticated large telescopes on earth might be required um so they're actually willing to bring in more equipment if what they have isn't given them the, enough answers or enough clues. Um, and they're going to be able to get this technology. It's not going to be something just thrown out of the blue. They already have all this planned and, and in, in, the, in the ready to go area. So if they do need it, they can go and obtain it. Um, so, um, it goes on to say that they will design advanced um, algorithmic and AI object recognition and fast filtering methods that the Galileo project intends to deploy initially on non-orbiting telescopes. So this is just amazing. Um, the way that they're able to do the things they can now with putting cameras up in the space and they're actually going to use satellites that are, you know, not orbiting and they're going to be able to put cameras on things and get up close and be able to search things that we've, that in, and you got to remember this, they're going to be able to search things while they're in the motion of flying through space, which has never been done before. Um, it's just like they talked about a while back, how they'd be able to go and send drills on the different rocks and different planets to mine different metals and stuff like that. Um, now we're actually going to be able to, to get the cameras up there to do the research and see up close on these interstellar objects, which is just like a nerd's biggest dream. <laughs> and um, I, I absolutely love it. Um, this is going to help the, the scientific part of the UFO phenomenon in a big way. Um, so Avi Loeb will be the head of the project, along with 15 other scientists ranging from other professors, civil engineers, Microsoft consultants, computer techs, Department of Physics, astronomers, astrophysics scientists, and public and international affair personnel. Um, so there is a vast variety of people that are going to be on this team. Um, I'm going to give you a read through of the people that are going to be working directly with Avi Loeb. Um, so first we have Jensen um, Andresen. Um, she is in civil engineering in the School of Public and International Affairs at Princeton University. We have 
uh, Gaspar Bacos, Professor, Department of Astrophysical Sciences at Princeton University. We have um, Shelly Chang. She's a PhD student, Astronomy Department. Um, we have Richard uh, Cloetti, um, Postdoctoral Systems Researcher, Computer Laboratory, University of Cambridge. We got Nathan Geller, Graduate Student, Department of Physics and Astronomy, North Carolina. Um, we had Nia Amara, Assistant Professor, University of California, Santa Cruz. We have Frank H. Lawkin, co-founder of the Gale, uh, Galileo Project. So he's co-founder with Avi Loeb. Um, he's a visiting scholar, Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology at Harvard University. Uh, we have Nicholas M. Law. He is an associate professor, Department of Physics and Astronomy, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. We have Virkram Ravi, Assistant Professor of Astronomy, Caltech. Um, we have Anwar J. Shajib. Um, he's an Associate Fellow, University of Chicago. We have Amir Sire, Director of Interstellar Object Studies. Um, we also have Timothy Taveras, Senior Consultant for Microsoft. Um, we have Edwin L. Turner, Professor of Astrophysical Sciences and Statistical Studies at Princeton University. We have Ambuj Varshini, um, Postdoctoral Scholar, Department of Electrical Engineering and Computer Science, University of California at Berkeley. And last but not least, we have Beatriz Bellarello. I can't spell names. I'm very sorry if I mispronounce any of them, but she is postdoctoral researcher, uh, Nordic Fellow. Stockholm University in Sweden. Um, so as you can see, there are so many different people that are going to be involved in this project. Um, and that's not even that's not even including the scientific advisory board. Um, that's a whole another set of people. Um, so it's absolutely insane. Um, and there's the scientific advisory board has 10 other different scientists and professors. Um, you can go on to the website and it has all the information. You can go and look at the project goals, which we went over, the activities, the research team, and you can see the scientific advisory board and the personnel with that. Um, this will be a very well thought out project with some of the smartest people and intelligent people in the field today. Um, the UFO community and other investigators like myself are all what Avi Loeb has started and giving an official, we love what he's doing, um, and he's giving an official scientific study of the phenomenon, which is something that everyone in this field has tried to accomplish before, and now it's really happening. So um, I'm very excited of the outcome, and I absolutely cannot wait for us to start being able to publicly view what they're doing, since this will be open to the public. Um, and they and they, they say they're going to be extremely scientific and that all the scientific analysis is, will be transparent and open to the public, which is just great. Um, so we'll be able to watch as they're getting more information, but we'll be able to see what they're investigating, what they're looking at, where these things are coming from, what they're made out of. If any markings are on them, we will be able to get that information. Um, so everything Avi Loeb is doing is just absolutely phenomenal.
Um, and I really suggest that you go and take a look at the website. Um, it's very easy to find. All you have to do is just type in Ovulove and the Galileo Project. It pops right up. Um, and I've been on their Twitter page. Um, they've been constantly updating the public, so you can go over there and follow them on Twitter. Um, they're making statements about um, – they said they're getting a lot of great feedback. Um, Avilov has been going on Twitter and he's been doing live videos to keep everybody updated as to what their plans are with their first, you know, investigations. Um, and it's just, it's great. Um, I'm just happy that he's, you know, going to take a bunch of great scientists from all over the field and they're going to tackle the UAP topic like never before. So it's just very, very exciting. And I'm happy that I'm alive to take part in such a thing. So this is absolutely wonderful. And uh, the information is amazing. And I'm happy that I could get it out to everybody the way I did today. So I want to thank you for everybody that tuned in today. Remember with the big thing, you just want to make sure you remember what ETC means. That's extraterrestrial technological civilizations. That is one of the main abbreviations that Avi Loeb is using in the process to investigate and use in Project Galileo. So just remember that the new term ETCs. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the information. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in every week, um, trying to get as big as possible and get the answers to what people need. Um, and if you're not too busy this Friday, come join me over on ERRT Radio, and that's on the MixLR app or MixLR.com and search ERRT Radio. We will be live with Cheryl Costa doing an interview and she will also be coming to ufo encounters worldwide on august 11th so get ready for that i hope to see you guys there and thank you for tuning in to ufo encounters worldwide with your host jesse peak mufon field investigator and remember keep your eyes in the sky